The following is a sermon from Pastor David Salinas of Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. In a world where even the best gifts we have, and at a time when we can maybe see the best of humanity on display. En un mundo a donde aún los mejores regalos y lo mejor de la humanidad, even in such a world where even the best about us is withering grass and falling flowers, aún cuando lo mejor de nosotros es pasto seco y flores marchitadas, we will always hear bad news. Every single day. Malas noticias escucharemos cada día. And you know, Christmas time can make the bad news even feel worse. Have you noticed that? Que hasta la Navidad puede, puede hacer que las malas noticias se sientan peor. Maybe it's because the festiveness of the holiday just just makes us feel so much more down when we hear bad news because we feel we should be happier. And, and my goodness, sometimes just to have a little drop of joy, nada más por una sola gotita este tiempo, wow, that would be all, all we would want for Christmas sometimes, huh? My mind right now thinks about a, a dear woman in this congregation. Pienso ahorita de una señora querida aquí de esta congregación. Facebook this past week, she posted something that brought tears to my eyes. Ten years ago, on the 17th, she received the worst news that a mother could hear. Hace diez años, recibió las peores noticias que una mamá puede recibir. I'm sorry, but your son has been in an auto accident, and he has been killed. Lo siento mucho, pero tu hijo se accidentó. And so in this, this just expression of emotion welling up from the very pit of her heart, almost, almost with this, this beautiful, awful poetry. Una poesía hermosa, pero aún dura. She said, oh my God in heaven, I ask forgiveness because, because my heart is broken with the absence of my son. And even after 10 years, it does not heal, and I can't find my bearings. And I just can't celebrate his birth with the joy that I want to. Tener tu ausencia ha roto mi corazón, dijo ella. Y a pesar de 10 años, le pido perdón a Dios, pero no puedo celebrar su nacimiento con alegría que deseo. But can you imagine this? That in the middle of of darkness like that, aún en medio de una oscuridad así. Yesterday we were once again brought into holy light. Ayer fuimos puestos en una luz divina. Because there, that, that little baby that was born with those little hands rolled up his sleeves. Sus mangas. And with an almighty Oh, through 
all of that darkness and let a light shine, a light, joy. A Savior has been born. Un Salvador nos ha nacido. And then I think this, then I think this, the book of comfort, el libro de, de consuelos, that, that is Isaiah chapters 40 to 66, the last half of the book of Isaiah, it begins with these words, comfort, comfort, so double comfort, right? Comfort, comfort, my people, and that means that for us today, there's a double joy. It's joy and joy, and today this is the joy that God has placed this good news in our hearts and on our lips. Este es el doble júbilo, doble alegría que Dios ha puesto en nuestros corazones, el mensaje de buenas nuevas y en nuestras bocas. And we get to go out and proclaim it and be these light bearers in this darkness and watch, watch as the light of Christ just works through us to take away all of that darkness. Abren sus folletos, open up your worship folders here, and look at these beautiful words, and I promise you, oh my goodness, you're going to skip out of here with new feet. Ready? Here we go. We'll read it in English. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, listen. Your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm, that mighty right arm in the sight of all the nations and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. All right. So did you get them this Christmas? I'm talking about the gift of socks. Calcetines. ¿Lo recibieron o los dieron este año para la Navidad? I have to confess something. I did not receive any socks this year. Okay. In years past, I've received them, and, and sometimes I've really, I've always appreciated them, oftentimes very practical gift for me. But I'm going to be honest, when I open up the package, it's not something that's going to just bring thrill and excitement. Los calcetines no me van a dar un, un entusiasmo en el corazón. And maybe it's because feet are, are kind of everyday. You know, they're common things. But maybe I think to myself, you know what? I bet you people here would jump up and down for joy. Some people here, quizás algunos de ustedes, brincarían con alegría if in your stocking, Santa would have dropped a gift certificate for a pedicure. Ooh, ooh yeah. Una pedicura, no? Recibir un certificado because not only do you get pampered, but those beautiful feet come out and... And it just reminds us, our feet in this world, they take a beating. And sometimes as we grow older, they're harder, they're more painful. It's harder to be giddy and jump up and down on those feet of ours. And if you think our feet are a mess sometimes, can you imagine what the feet of the people in ancient times, imagínate los pies, they didn't run around with gel cushion Nikes, right? And so, so their feet were just caked with dirt. 
and, and, and maybe smelly and, and all like gnarly nudosos y bien feos esos pies. No wonder that the position of washing feet in Jesus' day fell to the lowest of the servants and of the slaves. Feet are every day, except on a day to like today. Los pies son comunes, menos ahora. Feet might be an eyesore, except in this case, they are a sight for sore eyes. How beautiful. Que bellos, que hermosos. Sobre las colinas de las montañas, on, on the mountains, are the feet of those who bring good news. Now, now you must understand what you're hearing. We, tenemos que pensar en lo que estamos escuchando aquí. I want you to imagine that you're Israel in the Old Testament, okay? Almost 70 years of captivity have gone by, casi 70 años en cautiverio en Babilonia. And, and Isaiah pictures this time of captivity as if you have been in a long, drawn-out war. Como si estuvieran en, en una guerra por muchos años. And, and the king and his men are out on the battlefield, and they've been gone for a long time. And the women and the children and the elderly are inside of the city. Los, los hombres, el rey está afuera en el campo de la batalla. Las mujeres, lo, los niños están adentro de la ciudad. And they're worried sick. They have not had word of, of where the war is going. Are my loved ones okay? And, and I think to myself, like, like someone here who's sitting by the phone, waiting for word from Puerto Rico of news of their relative after the hurricane, but getting none because of the power outage. Me imagino una persona que está sentada aquí ansiosa por noticia de un pariente en Puerto Rico, pero no lo ha escuchado porque por el huracán y no hay no hay poder. Entonces ahí está preocupado. People are worried, and this is true. At some point, over the east and el este, over the ridge in la cresta de la montaña de los olivos, the Mount of Olives. There's going to be a silhouette or many that appear. But the question is who? Will it be the enemy with flag held high in conquering might? Será el enemigo. Will it be the soldiers with their backs to the city coming down the mountain, falling down in full retreat, trying to make a desperate stand? Serán los soldados ya derrotados tratando de, de impedir el enemigo? No. It's alone, solamente un corredor, one lone fleet-footed man, like, like, like this man named Ahimahaz in David's day, who, who we're told he skipped and hopped like a gazelle, con, con una agilidad, and he's coming down the Mount of Olives, spilling over like olive oil. And, and I'm, I want you to this. Who are you, a giant fan? Are you a, are you a New York, uh, I mean, a Jet fan? And you imagine that running back, getting that football and breaking that secondary, and he's got one safety to go till he gets to that end zone. He's running like that. Imagínate, un delantero corriendo con el balón, y ya no tiene defensa, ya va a anotar el gol para ganar la copa. Así está corriendo. This is what this man is running like, like this man on fire, like his, like his legs are on fire, his hair is on fire, because he's got such good news. Victory. The war is over. There is peace and death and slavery and poverty and misery will not rule the day, but life and joy and peace and safety. And the, the watchmen are on the, the top of the walls. Los sentinelas están arriba. And they see this man running and they know what it means. And so, so, so they grab each other and they, and they hold one another and they're jumping up and down. 
están cantando, they're singing a song that has not been heard in that city in many, many years. Están cantando una, un canto de júbilo inimaginable. And the women and the children look up at the watchmen, ven los sentinelas, and all of a sudden their hearts know what this means. He's won. He's won. And the whole city erupts with this joy and this bubbling joy that cannot be contained. All of that joy, all of that ecstasy, esa alegría, began with feet. The feet of the messenger. And yeah, those feet, they were gnarly and nudosos y sucios and sweaty and, and ugly. But oh my goodness, at that moment, that was the most beautiful sight on the face of this whole earth. Those beautiful, beautiful feet. They're yours. Son tuyos, de esos pies, hermosos. And they're mine. But sometimes it's like this. A veces es así. This past summer, a dear woman I know, walking all over New York City with four kids. I wonder who those could be. <laughs> you say, ¿quiénes puede ser eso? And feetwear that really wasn't suited for, for the amount of, of miles, no? Estaba caminando con zapatos que no eran muy buenos. And so those beautiful feet of hers, they got beat up. And, and she went to the pedicurist, this woman I know. And the pedicurist, her eyes went like this, she said. And she said, those were the worst calluses I have ever seen in my life. Los callos que, los peores en toda su vida que ha habido. the pedicurist. And so it just goes to show that when you're in the middle of the fray, when, when you're in la batalla, when estás en la lucha, when you're in the middle of the battlefield, it is so hard to keep those feet beautiful. This is my point today. Jesus has come, and he has won a great victory. But we're not in heaven yet. Estamos en el cielo. And that means that because of the brokenness of our own sinfulness and the brokenness around us, so often that thrill and excitement of being those beautiful feet with good news, we miss out on it. A veces no podemos ser esos mensajeros con noticias buenas de nuestros corazones. And so maybe within our own homes, dentro de las cuatro paredes nuestras, instead of proclaiming the good news of great joy and just talking Jesus, having Jesus be the conversation that just is, is in the background and it just has that attitude, esa actitud, Jesús, hablando no, en la casa, maybe that sometimes is absent and, and instead of, of shouts of joy, there are shouts of anger in our homes. Maybe that happens. Maybe it happens that we get frustrated with one another and, and disappointed, bien, bien decepcionados con los más cercanos alrededor de nosotros and then wells up in us this ugly shout, ah! Shut up! I can't stand it anymore. Estoy harto. Or maybe 
Maybe instead of joyful shopping, there's the silent treatment. El tratamiento de silencio, which basically says the other person, I, I am angry with you. Things are not all right between us. And I don't want to talk to you. A veces, maybe sometimes, instead of posting these clear, beautiful confessions of Christ on Facebook, we shout out rants and vents, no? A veces, en vez de, de, de levantar confesiones hermosas de Cristo en el Facebook, no, son quejas. Oh, my aching feet are your are aching feet. And by that, I mean our aching, sin-caked, sin-cracked hearts and mouths. Ay, esos corazones quebrados, rotos, nudosos del pecado. My sadness as a pastor sometimes is this. Mi tristeza como pastor es esto. Sometimes as Christian people, we live sadder lives than we have to. Como gente de, de Cristo, a veces vivimos más tristes que, que deberíamos. Because, because we talk about Jesus in church, but then he stays here and doesn't just kind of, kind of just live with us and breathe with us and come out of us on a daily basis, you know? And so we, we live sadder because all of those bad conversations tend to be the, the thing that makes the most importance. A veces esas conversaciones fuertes y malas son las que dominan en el diario y no but this is where I want your little toes right now. Quiero que sus piecitos aquí empiecen a brincar. I want them to kind of start to tap and dance because of this. This is true. Listen to this. Here's my opportunity to be a messenger now. Ready? God loves your feet. Dios ama sus pies. I mean, he loves those sin-cracked, sin-caked, dirty and stinky, smelly, rotten hearts. He loves them this much that he can't stay in heaven. He can't stay up there and just watch us wallow in misery. He's so enthusiastic about running down to give us good news. Está tan entusiasmado el Señor de darnos unas buenas noticias that he takes, you know how long a path he takes? Nine months. Una vía de nueve meses. A nine months of embryonic development in the womb of a virgin just to come and give you and me good, good Good news. Nada más para darnos a nosotros unas buenas nuevas. He comes por nueve meses en el vientre de la, de la Virgen. And so we heard it again through John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word became flesh. And so this is what the writers of the Bible are telling you and me this morning. Ready? Here it goes. Do you see them? Los ves, those little, teeny, tiny, baby feet, squeaky clean, so sweet smelling, esos piecitos tiernitos de un bebé, de un infante. Velos, velos, velos in your head. See those little toes. I mean, like smaller than your little fingernail. The little toes, just those little, itty bitty, five little toes with the little, itty bitty toenails, con esas uñitas, and they're dangling over a manger that is caked with the spit of sheep. Y están colgando sobre un pesebre que está lleno de la baba de los corderos. Born, 
for you. And then watch those feet grow up into the feet of the man. Not quite like those feet there. <laughs> down my feet, down. Wow, those feet of a man who will walk a path that we could never walk, a path of, perfect, of perfection, perfect life, always speaking good news, always having those good conversations in his home, siempre teniendo esas conversaciones buenas, esos pies ya de adulto de Cristo, caminando, walking that path, and as he walks that path, he's sweeping away, está barriendo todo, all of our missteps, and all of the times in which we shouted, in which we yelled, and then see those feet of his turn gnarly and, and broken as he stumbles with the weight of a cross. Cuando esos pies ya no están bamaleando con el peso de la cruz, and then see those beautiful feet that were so tiny in the manger, clavados, pierced, to let flow the holy blood that washes and has washed completely away all of the sin and all of the wrong of our hearts and of our mouths. And then see those feet turn gray with death, but three days later pink with life, con vida and walk out of that tomb, assuring you that the warfare between a, a holy God and sinful men is over. La guerra entre un Dios santo y el ser pecaminoso ya se terminó. And watch those feet ascend into heaven and use as his footstool, como una banquetita, lo está usando. All of our enemies, including death, and watch those pierced feet of Jesus squeeze and press down on the necks of everything, every situation in our life, every enemy. Como los pies de Jesús están apresurando cada enemigo en, en nuestra vida, pressing them into service for you and for me. Because of those feet, you will not die but live. Por esos pies no morirán pero vivirán. You will live, you will live another day, and another day, and another day, until forever to proclaim the great good news that of all that. Lord has done for you. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. No. No es cierto. No quiero solamente mis dientes de enfrente por la Navidad. I want beautiful feet. I want the thrill and I want the joy and I want that holy satisfaction. Una satisfacción santa of running down the mountain and just telling the great good news that drowns out all of the blaring horns of the bad news that we hear. I, 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 want, I want to be able to deliver the news that can come to somebody who is in their most down moment and wipe away the tear. Yo quiero esa alegría de, de proclamar las buenas nuevas a una persona tan baja para secarles, enjugar sus lágrimas. And you do too. You do too. Ustedes lo quieren. And here it is. We get to. Podemos hacer eso. Tenemos esos pies. Because through the good news that God has brought to us today, he has taken our feet and given them the pedicure I was talking about. Aquí está la pedicura que le estaba hablando. Por el evangelio, él nos envía su Espíritu Santo. God implants in our hearts the Holy Spirit and the holy love for Christ that provokes us, that provokes us for our mission. And, and, and we have the confidence. Tenemos la confianza and the vigor, the vigor la energía 
to go out and share that good news of Jesus with people, knowing that it will work. It will work in some. Esas buenas nuevas trabajarán en algunos. And you know, la prueba está en el dintel del pastel. The proof is in the pudding. It is in the pudding. That woman, esa mujer que perdió su, su hijo hace 10 años, that, that she lost her son 10 years ago. Even in the middle of this sorrow, dentro de esta tristeza, her heart sings a sweet melody of joy. Canta una melodía de alegría. Because you know what she says at the very end of her post? Even though I miss my son so much and Christmas, emotionalmente, emotionally speaking, sometimes is very hard for me, she says this. My life belongs to you, my Jesus. Mi vida me pertenece a ti, mi Jesús. And just think, that joy, esa alegría, is in her heart, in part, because of your feet. En parte, eso, esa alegría está ahí por tus pies and mine. And so it's complete. The double comfort is complete. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. And Isaiah tells us, the Lord has comforted his people. And the joy is complete too. Alegría y doble alegría. I look at you. I have one last thing to cry. Beautiful feet. Beautiful. Beautiful feet. Now, people of God, gente de Dios, take those feet and run. Run like the wind. Run down the mountain and tell the good news. Dilo en la montaña. Cristo ya nacido. Christ is born. Merry Christmas.